starting is always the most awkward part yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. I feel like it's like, how do we start? We, bum, should, bum, we should probably. <laughs> I'm Kristen. I'm Leanna. And this is Talking Cabernet, where we talk all things real estate, marketing, and culture. Uh, hi, everyone. So we are back on our Talking Cabernet podcast. Uh, we've been gone for a little bit of uh, time, kind of getting some new strategies, some new guests lined up for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're really excited to be back here. And we have um, our guest today. We have Gian- Gianna um, Imbranone. Am I saying that right? It's Gianna Imbranone. Imbranone. Mm-hmm. That so, sounds so much better. I just <laughs> butchered that so no, bad. <laughs> trust me, I've heard way worse. You just forgot the E, so don't beat okay. yourself up. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I, awesome. yeah, I didn't even know how to say it at all. So. You know, that was one of the reasons I was nervous to get started in real estate, because I figured if someone saw my name on a sign, uh-huh. there's no way they're going to call and say, Oh, I want to talk to uh, G- Gianna. I'm Br- <laughs> the curly-haired girl. <laughs> They're like, I'll go with the next sign. Yeah. that person's name is Mike. Luckily, though, I didn't. I didn't let it deter me for long. And That's I good. made my way into the industry. That's good. Good, good. Has anybody ever called you and been like, I am gonna say this wrong? Usually, yeah. That's what I love about realtors. That's like the icebreaker. Yep. They'll say, I don't. I'm afraid to be wrong. Okay, that's fine. I'll just say it for you. Uh-huh. And then on my voicemail, it's the first thing I say. Oh yeah. I always say it for them just to ease any anxiety Mm -hmm. someone might have. Well, thank you so much for um, joining us. Gianna is here from our Traverse City office. So we're recording today in Grand Rapids and she drove down to join us. We're so happy she did. Mm -hmm. She was so excited to be on this podcast. Once we started, we put our first podcast out. She emails us. She's like, if you guys need any guests, I want to be on it. Call me. So we were like, obviously we have to have this girl on our podcast. Thank you. Well, and and your response was so sweet. Someone had said how, oh, we were planning on inviting you. Yeah. And I figured I probably made a name for myself at our celebration party this year. Yeah. Let's tell everybody about our celebration of success. Um, We wanted to do something fun and do like a great Gatsby theme for our celebration of success and up in northern Michigan not many people participated we showed up and Gianna was the only person <laughs> she was she went all out in her flapper dress and her little feather headpiece head it, was, it was awesome well so my history is in acting my, I have a, mm-hmm. my degrees is in performance from western go broncos nice. and uh so if you give me a theme I'm going to run with it. Yeah. That's my thing. So I you had just, heard. You owned it. We it talked awesome. about it as a group up north, too. We were all yeah. going to do it. Angela encouraged it. So, hey, let's do it. And I had just so happened to be in a play at the time at the community playhouse up there where my character had a had a section in the 20s. So mm-hmm. I had this oh, flapper gown wow. that was already, you know, sewn to fit me with all the accessories. And I talked to the costume manager and I said, hey, is it a, is it a big deal if this? I borrow this for yeah, a day? She's perfect. like, so she, we, we lined it up and she yeah. let me sneak it out of the theater and I looked pretty good. That's at what a awesome. perfect alignment. You did look really good. Yeah. We were like, look at her. Thanks. Her I, think, I think we do have a picture um, from that event. So we'll have to post yeah. that on our Instagram. Please do. Please do. I'll make sure to... To, to share it too. Yeah, but we loved it. We loved it. It felt like it added an extra flair to that event and mm-hmm. and gave us something to like get excited about with um, all of the awards that we were giving out. Oops, I bumped my stand. <laughs> That's like one of the no-nos of this podcast. I was so and I worried do it was me. Way every go, time. <laughs> every time I do this. <laughs> so it's here fine. we are. Um, well, hopefully I could, I encourage the rest of the team all over the state to, to 
to step up your game yes. next year. Next you can try year. and beat my costume. Good luck. We, yes. we have to have like a costume contest yes. or something. The like... bar is set. The winner of the <laughs> costume contest just has to be better than Gianna. <laughs> Gianna it's, it's started hard in 2019. <laughs> so you could win it in 2020 oh, too. We'll put like I a picture so. of you somewhere. If you have like a really good picture of you wearing that outfit. Oh, I'll go put it, it back me. on. I love oh, that dress. Perfect. Any excuse. <laughs> you should have worn it here. <laughs> I keep saying, oh, we're entering the 2020s. Can we just bring back a few of those styles? Yeah. I'm all yeah. about the 90s style mm-hmm. crop tops and F- yeah. fanny packs don't get me wrong yeah but uh-huh. if we could bring back some like flapper dresses some of that, yeah. i would yeah. not hate that eventually that nice. i feel like i just went to a wedding where um the bride was wearing her dress like the gown was covered in like feathers <gasps> at the bottom so i feel like that kind of style Absolutely. is coming back that's awesome yeah. Maybe somebody will just have to put a message out to like all the famous designers. Just be like, this is our message. I'm sure they listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll listen we'll to just, us. <laughs> hopefully they'll hear we're waiting for some flapperware. Yeah. Michigan <laughs> real estate is uh, pretty huge in the fashion industry. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> In case you didn't know. Um, so you have a background in performing Mm -hmm. and in acting, um, and you still do it actively. What made you shift into real estate? Yeah. Like, tell us your background. How did that happen? Sure. Well, it's, it's a long one. So $1.99 version, I guess I'll start with kind of when I got up North, (laughs) uh, uh, cause I've lived, I grew up in the Metro Detroit area and then I went over to Western as I spoke about. And then after that, I moved to Chicago. I was there for a number of years. I got back to Michigan. I got hooked up with a beverage distributor, okay. which moved me up north. So that's the $1.99 version of that. So when I okay. got up north to Traverse City, I was selling, um, I was the craft beer specialist. Granted, my, my moneymaker were some of the bigger guys, but mm-hmm. they brought me in because I was a huge craft beer fan. And uh, I was actively trying to move to Grand Rapids to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, live this beer life. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Grand Rapids was named Beer City USA multiple years in a row. Mm -hmm. We are huge on breweries. And it's a great, great area for young professionals. Mm -hmm. Uh, Traverse City, you know, is kind of a an older crowd, second homes a lot. So I'd moved up there for work. And when I was kind of recalculating, you know, what I wanted out of my life, it's like, well, maybe I should get back to somewhere, you know, Beer City USA. It's yeah. only a couple hours away. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I kind of just sat back and I looked at my life and I think, you know, what do, what do I want? Where am I going? And how? what's the best way to get there? Yeah. And I just kind of, I no longer saw that as the path to where I wanted my life to end up. So it's like, all right, well, what can I do where I get to number one, kind of make my own schedule? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of yeah. what you have to, in the beer business, you can't really work at seven in the morning. The bars aren't open. Mm-hmm. So, you know, trying to work that into, okay, so when do I want to work? How do I want to work? And what am I good at? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm good with people. I'm good with talking. Yeah. You know, I'm good with scripts, which they teach you as a new realtor is to yeah. memorize yeah. scripts and regurgitate them. So, I mean, I've been working on that for years. You give me a monologue and you break it down. You work mm-hmm. out which parts work for you, which ones don't. So a lot of these scripts that I learned in my dash training with Bill Pearl. <laughs> yes. I, uh, Shout out. Quick plug. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I took a lot of those scripts and I made them mine. I made them sound like me. So they were way easier yeah. to communicate. So it was a pretty easy transition. That's I awesome. think what first made me think real estate years ago before even beer, I think I was still like, I'm going to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman said, I'm going to hire you. I'll pay for your classes. I'll pay for your license. I'll, I'll finance the whole thing. You just have to work for me. And I'm like, that's really sweet. But could you imagine my last name on a real estate sign? <laughs> yeah. Stuff. And uh, I just decided, no, I'm going to focus on this. And so in the back of my mind, I kind of always thought like if some stranger was so willing to finance me, I must have some a yeah, natural ability yeah, for yeah, it. For sure. So it was always kind of my back of my mind thing. And so when push came to shove, um, 
my significant other has been in real estate their entire life. It's a whole okay. family affair. So I would, you know, cry on his shoulder about, you know, th- th- I'm struggling with this at work mm-hmm. and I'm struggling with this in my yeah. life and I, I want this and I don't know how to get it. He's like, why don't you just throw it to the wind and start selling houses? Yeah. I was like, you know, so he was, he was a big, big catalyst in, mm-hmm. in me really. He got me the course, Gwen Besner's Acme online training yeah. course for okay. Christmas. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> He's a practical Christmas. gift giver. <laughs> so that's what I got for Christmas. Yeah. And I, I did it after hours when I wasn't working at, at um, the distributor. Mm-hmm. And I got it done slow. I mean, it took me, I didn't pass the first time. I'm sure a lot of realtors would agree with that. It's a difficult yeah. test. Yeah. But yeah. We've he, heard. He encouraged me. He helped me. I studied after hours and I did it. And it was a very smooth transition. I passed the test. I was able to leave the beer industry all kind of in one swoop. And mm-hmm. um, I interviewed around with a bunch of brokers and I was like ready to <laughs> sign on the dot. I liked the broker. He was a nice guy. He bought me a couple meals. He was smart. And I was like, okay, well, you know, when I go take my test this week, um, how, what's your broker number? I got to write it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, so I'll text it to you. Luckily, he never ended up getting it to me. Wow. So after, because then I had wow. an interview with Angela that following whatever day. Mm-hmm. So, and Angela is the uh, manager up north. Yes. Thank you. Our, yep. In our northern Michigan region. Thank you for clarifying it. Yeah, Angela DiLorenzo. She's with yes. the Michigan Lifestyle uh, homes team. Yeah. She's fabulous. So I met her. Um, I got an interview with her. And upon 15 minutes of walking in the place, I just went, Ooh, you know, I think Berkshire is going to be for me. Yeah. But I yeah. didn't want to show too much excitement. So I went through the interview mm-hmm. and they Playing tell you. hard to get. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They, don't we all do that yes. in job interviews? And they I tell, want you, but not that much. <laughs> and they tell you to say, Oh, I'm going to sleep on your offer. I'd like uh-huh. to take it home. And yeah. I had been through so many interviews that I was like, You know what, Angela? I don't need to beat around the bush. Uh-huh. I want to work here. So oh, what do we awesome. do? That's so she, awesome. she, big smile on her face, ran over to the um, admin and got all the paperwork yeah. and we got signed. And Well, yeah. we're so glad that he forgot to text that number back yeah. to you so that you could be with us because mm. you definitely add some flair to the company and we Thank love it. Thank you. Mm. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely one of our favorites. Oh, please go on. Yeah. No, we're just... not supposed to pick favorites. Right now, <laughs> outside the window, there's another agent looking at us waving while he's we're just jealous favorites. he's not in my spot <laughs> yeah yeah he hasn't been on the podcast yet he actually has his own podcast oh oh, oh geez. Okay. sign on because we're in the new building i'm sure everyone's yeah, getting right adjusted there. yeah there's a b it is it's right there beware oh be, be aware, aware of glass right yeah so, so a little background who, tell me about that we're uh we're in our new beltline campus building um so in the fall of 2017 the company broke ground on this building that we're currently sitting in um, which is a huge expansion um, of our corporate headquarters essentially mm-hmm. so this new building that we're in serves um, for all of our agents in the grand rapids region and then uh the older side that they're actually in the middle of redoing it right now so that all of the corporate staff can all be on one campus with this Grand Rapids um, region agents. And it is amazing. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's modern. It's beautiful. Oh, it is. It's When I was walking up, I was, there's like a stone walkway? And like, yes. there's, there's running water right? over there? Yes. It's beautiful. It's yeah. amazing. There's a gorgeous campus out back. There's like a little lake that you could walk around and we've got outdoor furniture and um, one of the really cool features, I think, is that the space feels so open, yet you yeah. can also be pretty private yeah. within it. And the way that we've accomplished that is with a lot of glass walls. Um, and like anything, when you do something new, there's going to be an adjustment period. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So the glass walls have provided an adjustment period. They're wonderful. They let so much light in. Like, 
I love working over here because it feels like you're outside. Yeah. Um, but we've had a couple of people run into the glass. <laughs> um, so we're working on actually getting some um, like frosting on some of the walls that are a little bit more prone to okay. being run into. We've got these really great new um, uh, quality, quality seals. seals on all of the doors. Is that for the, the logo? Is that what that is? Yes. Like the quality seal? Okay. Yeah, that's the part of the logo. The circle part at the oh, top okay. is technically called the quality seal oh. for Berkshire. I think Hathaway. I would only learn that from the marketing team. Yes. Do you agree? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fun now fact I know. Sure. with the marketing team. I love it. <laughs> Keep them coming. We're so, here for all your branding needs. Well, I love that logo because you guys are the ones that made my logo too. Yep. Yeah. And I get complimented on it all the time. Where did oh, you come good. up with that? I was like, I've got one heck of a marketing team. Let me tell you. We love that. Yeah. Honestly, you have an idea. We'll try our best to make and you it did. happen. I, I checked some things on Pinterest and I was like, I like this, I like that. And I was so vague. And you guys sent me a few and I was like, oh, I like this one and that one. Not so much this one. And she's like, hold on, I'll send you another one. And uh-huh. then that was it. When I saw it, my jaw dropped. So you guys yeah. are, you guys do really, really That's great awesome. work. I love your logo. Yeah. It's definitely one Thank of my you. favorites. And now it's on my car. Wow. Ooh. So have, You'll I have get, to show us a picture. Oh, should I, should I right now? Yeah, sure. I know I turned my phone right off, now. so I'll have to, because I didn't want it to That's disturb okay. the podcast. But, Start so, her up. So I've already hit the thing. We've already got someone running into our glass wall. So like. <laughs> You'll have to it's send fine. that to me. We'll post that on our Instagram account oh, when great. we announce your podcast well, as well. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. So what made you decide to get a car wrap? Well, that was again that was again my, my significant other's okay. idea. I wish I could take full credit. Yeah. But when he listens to <laughs> this, we'll get Everybody needs mad. a good idea, man, though. Like, oh, and he is. He's got perfect. him. Perfect. And real estate. And he, they've always said, stand out, be unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, which I try to do anyway. Luckily, I have a very big personality to help with that. Yeah. But being up north and not being from up north, um, it can be difficult for for a name that's not well known uh, to not you know to have struggled kind of breaking in. So yeah. luckily, with my experience in the beer business, because I did that for three years, well maybe closer to two, mm-hmm. two and a half um, before I started in real estate. So I had the ability to. For a lot of people to see my face, a lot of bars, a lot of sure. off-premises, you know, uh, CVS. I had Meyer TC, which is the number one Meyer oh, in the company. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wow, I got I to see, yeah, <laughs> neither did I until it impressive. was mine. <laughs> Thanks. So I got to see a lot of faces. I knew all the managers. I knew all the employees. So luckily, a lot of people knew my face. Well, I mm-hmm. figured, what what better way to take off my beer hat and put on my real estate hat if mm-hmm. I just put it on my car? Yeah, there love you it. Go. So Drive it around. Is. Oh, so cool. Oh, that's fabulous. Love it. So the side Look of it, swoop because we're talking about pictures, nice. people can't oh, wow. see it. Yeah, so yeah. It, it comes this under is, like that. This is definitely one of the better car apps that I've seen. Thank you. Yeah. So I tried to cover it as much as I could. Unfortunately, it is a little older. It's a 2007, but you know, so there's a little bit of rust on the side, so I couldn't do a full wrap, which okay. I was kind of bummed about at first because I wanted the whole thing to be Cabernet. Yeah. But it didn't work out because of that. But I think the the, the dark red and the pur- and the purple, it's like a nice royal. Yeah. So on one side, just so everyone that hasn't seen it, but we'll post it on Instagram. On the back window, down the side is my face and my body. Where you gotta put, be. Gotta put your on face your car. on your And right on my yeah. window too. So, and then on, on the driver's side door is my logo with my name and phone number. On the other side, uh, direct mirror you know, on the passenger side, but then it's the Berkshire Hathaway logo, which again, remind uh-huh. me. The quality the seal. quality seal. Mm-hmm. So the quality seal is on the passenger door. And then on the back window, I have them both together. Which yeah, so it looks perfect. real nice, and they're the same. Making sure you're compliant. Absolutely. Exactly. And I got the Cabernet in there with the cream too. We Love got all it. the color matching. And then on the front hood is uh, again my logo, real big, with my cell phone number and my website. Real cool. Nice. You know, the only it. thing I didn't think about lesson for the next one, the only t- the only place that it specifies that it's real estate is where it says Berkshire Hathaway. 
So I think I need to come up. I should talk to you ladies after this so we don't, you know, we can make you give a it tag away. Don't I need a hashtag, yeah. I think, hashtag so I can put that on my car and I can be, you know, hashtag. That'd be perfect. Something. Yeah. yeah. You so. need some kind of fun slogan. We'll work on it. Yeah. You're in theater. You need something oh. fun. And something, you know, that, that's unique to me that, that I can... That, that can be my hashtag. Yeah, yeah, that you can own. And when people see that, it's just as synonymous as your name, as your face. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Shoot, us, sweet spot. shoot us an email and we'll see what we can <laughs> help you with there. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I did that in May and I don't, I think it took a few weeks before anyone even said anything, saw anything. That was going to be my next question. Has anybody been like, I know your face. <laughs> I love honking at people now. Oh, I love awesome. it. Well, now I have to be a much more polite driver yeah, for one. Your, your phone number's on your car. Right? And my, they know they, exactly who you are. They can't just drive away. They could call you. Absolutely. <laughs> and if someone else drives, I have to remind them sometimes to be like, remember whose face is on this car? Because yeah. if you cut someone off, that's oh, me. Yeah. It's my reputation. It's my uh, face cutting them off. So I've, I've, yes, I've definitely calmed down a little bit. And I mean, not that I was ever a yeller like or a honker. That's like the best solution to ra- road rage ever. Absolutely. Put your face on your car and you will deep be nice and calm. Really so here and there, I might catch someone's eye staring at it. Like I said, I would honk all the time. My favorite part was the Cherry Festival up in yeah. Traverse City. Oh, yeah. For those who might not know about it, it's a huge, huge Huge 10-day festival where the national cherry capital of the country. I, don't, I, I should check that, fact check that. Is it probably. the world or is it the country? I mean, we can probably fact check it. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. The best <laughs> cherries, so, cherry candy, cherry, cherry, cherry pie, everything. So we have the national cherry festival and for 10 days, our town is packed to the brim. Yeah. It's a small yeah. town. I mean, for a lot, a lot, a lot of bodies. So I would sometimes purposely take Front Street, which is like kind of our main downtown mm-hmm. street. And just because I knew I would have to go slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got to look at my face. Just in traffic. Yeah. Yep. Just smile. Like, oh, shoot. I missed that light. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, hey. Darn. And if I ever saw a friend, you know, pack street of people walking down Front Street, and then I see my one friend from, so honk, honk, honk. Hey, girl. And yeah. then everyone's looking at me and it's like, yep, that's, like, I hey, made you look. Awesome. <laughs> I think you for sure nailed like what it is to be an attractor brand. Thank you. Which is something that we talk a lot about in the marketing department and with our leadership team. You know, how can we be that brand that people come to our office and they say, I don't want to beat around the bush. I want to be here. Um, Or see us on the street and say, that's who I need to work with. You know, I need a realtor from Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Yeah. You know, Michigan Real Estate, Northern Indiana, Tommy Rains, whichever of our um, business segments it is. Yeah. And so is that something that you feel like you've consciously developed over the years? Or is that just kind of in your personality to like, I am an attractor. I, I like those two questions. I would say it's a combination of, of the two. Okay. It is kind of in my personality to do things like that, but it is also due to a lot of the training mm-hmm. that I've had from school and, and making yourself different in, yeah. in the acting world. Cause in the acting pool, you walk into an audition with 20 people that look just like you. So how mm-hmm. do you set yourself apart? Yeah. So even though I don't look like all these other realtors, if you don't know any of us, I probably do. So the one thing I'll never forget from college that all of the directing and you know acting professors would say was be unforgettable. Mm-hmm. So I've brought that to my life. I mean, not even in the acting world, just since I heard that, yeah. I was like, that's my mantra. Yeah. That's good yeah. advice. Be unforgettable. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of helpful having this unique name because yeah. when I, if I do something that makes people remember me, even if they forget it, they're like, well, I know she was a unique name and I feel like they make this correlation, like the unique person with the unique name. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Gianna. Yeah. yeah. And I like to think that I'm unforgettable. At least that's my, it's my motivation. I want to be. Yeah. I would say you're there. Thank you. I yeah. think, of course, nobody can ever stop doing things. You're not like, 
I've achieved it and now I'm done. Yeah. 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 You'll always keep evolving. And I think you have that personality type, but I think it's, it's a really cool kind of study, especially if you're listening and you are a newer agent uh, at our company and you're looking kind of to rebrand yourself or if you're a new agent in general to kind of look at what Gianna's done. Oh, call and, me. And, yeah. yeah. Call me. Let's like, talk. Learn from it. Absolutely. I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm the best and I don't know everything, but I know what I know and what I know has been working. I've only been doing this a year. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how long have you been with this company? I got my, I, I passed my test in May. I think I signed with Angela probably the same week or, or a week or two, you know, so okay. right so there. Last, so I'd say May. May. Um, of course, as a new agent, you know, you, you, you work so hard and it takes some time. So yeah. I didn't get my first listing for a few months mm-hmm. and then I didn't get my first sale until 2019. So I'm kind of considering, you know, the start of 2019, like that's really when I got started because yeah. it okay. took a good yeah. five, six sure, months. I mean, time. it does take a while. I mean, for some people it, it's so hard for them to get started that mm-hmm. they give up they give before up. they sell anything or get any kind of listing. So, and I'm, I tell friends of mine like that, either whether it be new realtors or I got, I had a girlfriend that's a new doctor and a, okay. and a friend that, you know, they're just new small business owners. Yeah. And it's like, well, first of all, we got to work together mm-hmm. and we kind of bounce ideas off of each other like that. And, and yeah. I would just say, you know, find, find people that you like and that you admire. Like I really admired Angela and I wanted yeah. to learn. I wanted, when I, when I saw her, I was like, God, I want to be her when I'm yeah. older. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. That's how you, that's who you got to work for. Bad. Yeah. You know, you got to work for someone that you admire and that you respect. Mm-hmm. You have to have like a mentor in this business for sure. Yeah. And you have to have, you know, a little bit of, I don't know, like it's easy to say a little bit of work ethic. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, a little bit of moxie maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if it's, if it's hard to tap into or if anyone is, you know, uh, self-conscious about it, if, if you need a piece of advice or a friend from up North to tell you that you're, that you can mm-hmm. call me, you know, yeah. I've never really been a, a motivational speaker, but I'm kind of proof that just hard work does it. I mean, I was new to town. I'm new to the industry yeah. and it really only took me a couple months to get some traction under mm-hmm. my belt. And then since my first closing in March, I've, uh, I'm close to 1.3 closed. I had a million dollar month in July. Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. I think number one, like you're a very confident person. Like if you have that confidence, like people just want to be around you. People are going to recommend your Mm -hmm. name. And then the other thing we hear all the time is you can't be afraid to be told no. Oh yeah. You can't be afraid. You can't let it discourage you. You just got to keep going. So let the most, let the nose motivate you. Yeah. And I know we've all said that, but that's where my acting background I think really helps too. Cause Mm -hmm. I've heard no way more many times yeah. on a cast list. I bet list. it doesn't even phase you anymore. Yeah, it's like, you know, just like everyone will tell us, it's like, get a, go get 100 no's today. Uh-huh. It's like, well, man, if I've been to 100 auditions. I've probably heard no at least 90, but yeah. there was those 10 times where I got yes. They so made it really great. You know, you got to apply that. And yeah, it's it sounds so silly to say, but you got to let the no's motivate you. Mm-hmm. No, that's you, Yeah, awesome you can't advice. let it discourage you. Okay, you there's want... my, I, I need 10 a day. There's my one no. Who else? Uh-huh. All right, you yeah. too? Okay. One of them, you're going to get the yes, like you, you will. And then all the work that you put in, especially for your first deal, like you'll work for months and then you get that one break and it's just, (laughs) it's it's like, it's all worth it. And then you can start all over again. And then Mm -hmm. even if you don't get another yes for a few months, like, well, you got that one. You just got to keep going. The first thing I did to get my client, I was a mailer. Of course I worked my sphere Mm -hmm. and all those things. I did everything you're supposed to. And one of them will be the break. Mine just happened to be a mailer. I did a postcard followed by not even a full handwritten letter. It was printed, but I signed it. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I got the phone call. And I, because after the first one, I didn't hear anything. Second one, okay, I haven't heard anything yet. And I vowed that if I even got one listing or one client from this, I would do it again. So okay. when I got, when he signed and hired me, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shoot. I gotta do this <laughs> again. So go. I did. I dropped a fair amount of money to do it again. And 
Um, mailers, I haven't gotten any success from mailers since. I still do them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm trying to be selective about neighborhoods because what I've come to find is uh, trying to, to mold with technology. I can spend you know X amount of money on postcards and stamps, or right. I can spend a fraction of that amount on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so of all of the mailers that I've done, so let's say for a year, I've gotten one actual listing and sale, mm-hmm. you know, and a couple people that didn't end up coming to the closing table. And then on my Facebook ad, I've got, I got three closings out of that, yeah, three clients amazing. that went to the closing table. So when you look at that, you know, exchange of not even money for results, but even time for results mm-hmm. and, you know, licking yeah. stamps. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, it's all, <laughs> a, it's all about just catching the attention yeah. and however you can do it. I mean, some people may be great at catching their client's attention through mailers, mm-hmm. but um, it is hard to do. So if you can do that for a lot cheaper of a Facebook ad, you know, I mean, yeah. you know what I did use was our marketing resource tool. Right. Uh, I so went in useful. and I, yeah, I picked the cutest one that I loved and I mean, all the work was done for me and mm-hmm. it looked so classic and professional and I loved it. And it wasn't even, it wasn't too hard to, to transfer that over. Um, I ended up bringing it to a third party printing place but mm-hmm. okay. um that's only because i just wasn't here to get it from you guys my our printer up north couldn't have handled it yeah so yeah. we uh and that's okay <laughs> no <laughs> not saying anything um no i think if you um treat it like a business you want to get it professionally done and things like that so yeah, yeah. taking it to an outside printer is perfect well, yeah yeah we don't how, mind at all okay good yeah, i didn't no, want to offend you we, the, we like when you're using our tools so we're happy to hear that you're using marketing oh, resource and because yeah. i mean those postcards and flyers and there's Newsletters like there's a million and, different things you can use in oh, there and yeah. they're all professionally created they're mm-hmm. used by agents nationwide so and i mean it, it brings a little i guess what's the word i'm looking for um like uh we're all doing it together. Yeah. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Amongst, uh, you know, nationwide for our company. So Mm -hmm. the more people who are using these designs and using, um, the, like this branding, more people will start to recognize it. And as soon as they see it, they'll say, Hey, that's Berkshire Hathaway. I really like them. My, my friend has used them. You should use them too. So, um, I always encourage it. I'm like, I mean, people want to be different all the time. And I understand that. But if you don't have something that you really, really are passionate about that's different, I mean, use what everybody else is doing because you'll help each other Absolutely. by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And that tool is completely free to all of our agents, too, mm-hmm. which is, well, of course, that being a part of any brokerage, there's going to be some sort of commission split. And mm-hmm. um, But that marketing resource tool is free. It's not an mm-hmm. additional cost. Yeah, that's something that we provide. So, awesome. It's easy we to use. It's user-friendly. Use it. I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm, st- I'm a millennial, and I'm still not good at the internet yeah. i mean i kind of am i can get mm-hmm. around but when it comes to creating things like that like it really takes a, a trained eye and you guys are so talented yeah. so whoever hasn't looked into it or used it please give it give it a, a check like it's awesome mm-hmm. i mean i've gotten yeah. all, my, my monthly newsletters that i do on my email drip it's coming from you guys and mm-hmm. every postcard that i print is coming from market resource and it, it, i think the word i was looking for was like uniform oh, like okay. unity like it's all yeah. like you know it all looks similar. It, all it does is bring their brain back to right. Berkshire Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about recognition, Absolutely. just being top of mind. So one thing that I saw um, recently is that you're actually selling your own house mm-hmm. right now. I am. So has that given you any new perspective on um, the selling process that you maybe didn't have before, like 
has it been tricky? Because we always tell sellers, you know, you've got to get some of the personal stuff out of the way mm-hmm. and you've got to make sure that this is always clean. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, they've got to figure out how to get out for showings. And Absolutely. Stuff. So has this like taught you anything or um, given you new perspective on that that you maybe didn't have before? I would say, yeah, and for new perspective, um, if nothing else, it, it taught me all of the tools that I can use as a Berkshire Hathaway agent. Of course, you know, you, you know them or you hear them and, and sometimes you kind of get in your routines. Mm-hmm. When it was my listing, I just kind of took it as this is, this is the one chance I get to really show everyone what I can do for you as your realtor. Yeah. Cause they're going to look at that and be like, Oh, that's how she did her own listing. You know, the pictures look terrible or why would she not, you know, paint that wall or, or what, right. why isn't it gray? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I keep telling all my, all why my sellers just paint it gray. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's like green. Nice, good, <laughs> yeah. Just but like my, a good neutral color. Yeah. Mine's um, if, uh, so my, my, it, it's a condo, okay. um, in, on East Bay in Traverse city behind Tom's <laughs> in case anyone's interested. We'll uh, post the MLS number please. in our pictures. We're going to have so many posts for this podcast. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. Follow my brand. So, um, yeah, I'm teasing. So I just, I wanted, I wouldn't want anyone to say, oh, if that's how she does her own house, how's she going to do mine? I want them to be like, wow, that's, you know, I want her to do mine. So I had next door photos come out and take my pictures. Uh, I had Pillar to Post, who's been kind of tapping on my door. She came in and um, offered me a free inspection. She said that she really respects the company and she loves Berkshire Hathaway and she saw that it's, it's your own property. I'd like the opportunity. I'm like, hey. So she's awesome too. I'll get you guys her phone number if you want it. Perfect. And uh, so I've got an inspection. I've got professional pictures. I had a professional cleaner come in and clean it, which isn't really too necessary. I mostly did that for time. I didn't have it Mm -hmm. and the cost worked out. So I was like, well, all right, let's just, we'll do it this one time. (laughs) But that's good advice too. Like don't let the idea that you have to clean, like Mm -hmm. stop you from thinking about selling your home or anything. Like there are affordable options for that that can Mm -hmm. save you time, save you Mm -hmm. sanity. Yeah, (laughs) Like if I was going to sell my house, that would be a sanity item for sure. Absolutely. And I think you have some leverage there when you're like yes I did it for my own house you really should do it for yours instead yes. of just saying yeah I would recommend this and people might be like okay All right, well, well why yeah but yeah if I'll you can just say it it's fine yeah <laughs> you can say I paid for it for my own house so I think you should too yeah absolutely so uh yeah let's see and I cleaned it <laughs> so <laughs> I just really want like I said I want to I want to I want to make it look the best that it can and I want to use all the tools that I have at my fingertips so um we have a private Facebook group for the state. I don't remember the title of it, but I know you guys are a part of it. Connect all group. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I've just posted on there and I was like, Hey everyone. And especially the ones that don't know me, here's my website. Cause with next door, you get the website. Here's my listing. Can you guys yeah, please take yeah. a look? So I got, now I have a te- a statewide team yeah. looking did, at it. I did see that. And giving me notes mm-hmm. on it. So I, I did them all. And you know, I haven't come, I haven't gotten an offer yet and I've been listed for um, you know, three weeks now. But everyone, every piece of feedback that I've gotten says that it looks great. It was a great showing. It's priced just right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, and um, someone had posted on there, you know, be, sometimes patience is what sure. you need. It's it's, yeah. it's good the way it is. You just need a little bit of patience. So I figured, you know, just that's what I'm trying to bring to it is a dollop mm-hmm. of patience. And when it when the right one comes along, then mm-hmm. until then, I'm just doing the best I can. Yeah. And I love that you... Um, posted on there and you feel that all the other agents are trying to help you and give you this advice because I personally I feel like this company um we're we're a family like the agents try to help out each other they don't try to Mm -hmm. go against each other absolutely um they're always willing to give advice I mean like you said you're willing to talk on the phone to any new agent and kind of give them that confidence absolutely we're a team yeah this is a team sport Mm -hmm. and 
none of us can do this alone. Right. So we, it's best to just help each other out. And, and I was, I, I was worried about that when I was contemplating getting into the industry, you know, isn't everyone cutthroat? Yeah. Isn't everyone a shark? There's a lot of competition. You know, it's just saying there's, there's always a couple bad eggs and unfortunately negativity gets the attention. Mm-hmm. You ha- sometimes you have yeah. to look for the good. Sometimes you have to look for the positivity. And yeah. when you find the right people, you know, the, the bad ones have a way of weeding themselves out of the group anyway. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta, I, I was told, um, when I first got started, you know, as long as you stay ethical and answer your phone yeah. and you'll be the best realtor. <laughs> two things. Number one rule. So, so easy. Stay ethical and answer your phone. And it, th- those two things have really, have, have really helped me with my business. That's, that's amazing. That's what I would tell any new agent. That's awesome. Yeah. Answer your phone. Answer your phone. <laughs> that's, that's some good advice. Yeah. I work with millennials all the time. Well, uh-huh. I wouldn't say exclusively. I can't, but I, I would say the majority. I'd say maybe mm-hmm. seven, 75% are millennials. So I understand texting and I'm one myself. So I can text. I think I like to think that I have a good understanding of when I can text and when we need to talk on the phone. And right, I'll, I let sure. them know, like, you know, I've got young parents sometimes mm-hmm. and I've got maybe some an older person that's not good at texting. Right. So as much as sometimes we don't like doing it, pick up the phone. People yeah. like to do voice on voice sometimes. Yeah. Especially then, with something as big as buying or selling oh, a house. Yeah. Like I haven't done it personally yet. I'm a millennial, but I think I would feel better just speaking to someone, like having somebody walk me through it instead of just texting back and so forth. So you don't own yeah. your own house? You no. know, I can help you with that. <laughs> That's what everybody says. Sometimes I get kind of scared to bring it oh, up. I, know. I live in an apartment right now. So uh, I think what probably was that, within that you did last fall, you like posted in, I think, the Grand Rapids group that oh, you were looking for a new, I was like looking, a house to rent. I was looking to rent a house and I had probably like 15 responses yeah. like, I don't have a house to rent for you, but I can help you buy a house. Yeah. I yeah. can help you buy a house. I'm like, Somebody oh, came out of an office and Absolutely. was like, that's a dangerous thing you've just posted. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I didn't even... <laughs> You know, I try not to be too, too pushy because I know it's, it's what it's when it's right. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not the right time and that's why it's an option, mm-hmm. you know? So I try not to be too pushy. Just, I was kind of just teasing. Of course, you say I that know, to a realtor and yeah, I mean, if you're, they if have you're, to say, you have to say it, you have to, you have to, have to remind it. you, you can't just ignore it. <laughs> We're in real estate. I love that. Uh, great Gatsby meme that keeps coming around where he's toasting. Oh yeah. yeah. Just a reminder to all my friends. I'm in real estate. <laughs> Come to me first. <laughs> I haven't posted it yet. Cause every time I think to it's because i just saw it and i don't want to steal the limelight sure just do it marissa spencer posted uh, she's another agent up north she's wonderful and she um is a new mother and i think she's now just kind of getting through her maternity leave and coming back in so that's what Mm -hmm. she posted i was like yeah girl that's the one you gotta post (laughs) i wanted to hit share i'm like nope i'm gonna let you have this one i'll save that i'll borrow it exactly yeah like at new year's it'll be perfectly timed that's it yes all right no one else can steal that idea right because it's public on the podcast we'll wait to publish the podcast until New Year's. Yeah, no, 20, 2020. <laughs> Coming at you. No. So we were talking before and you said you have been eating vegan oh, for yeah. two weeks. Well, so yes. How's that going? What's your favorite meal that you've cooked? Um, We do a lot of curry. Okay. A lot of curry. You know, we do a lot of meat-based items. We just use chickpeas okay. instead. Interesting. Okay. I made I a tuna chickpeas. sandwich the other day for lunch too. Oh, tuna sandwich. I had, I mashed up some chickpeas with veganese and, um, with lettuce and a tomato and pickle on bread. Okay. So instead of tuna, it was just, and like, oh, wait, well, mayo, well, fake mayo and then mustard and a little bit of sriracha. Okay. Hot sauces. There are a lot of vegan friendly hot sauces. Nice. I feel bad even kind of talking about this because I feel like it's such a powerful word and I feel yeah. like I, it's not fair because I know that you know, if I'm going to slip up, like, so I'm Italian, right. Uh And I'm going to go home (laughs) and whenever, and someone is going to make our soup, which comes with a lot, you know, and I'm not going to not eat it. So 
I don't want, you know, Peter or anyone to come attack me that you're not vegan. No, I'm not. I'm not claiming to be vegan. I will just say I have eaten vegan mm-hmm. yeah. for the last couple weeks, maybe two weeks. Um, I have, we have a new roommate. Um, he just got, he's a, a veteran from the Navy okay. and he was my boyfriend's best friend for uh-huh. years and years and years. So he got home. Of course he moved in with us and we mm-hmm. love having him and, um, but he's vegan. So I was like, well, if I, I'm usually the cook. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that if I prepared food, he could feel comfortable eating it. I wanted him to feel like he could eat whatever he wanted in the house. Yeah. So at first, like one time I made a taco thing and I made beans and then ground beef. And I ate a little bit of both and, you know, the meat eater ate the meat and the vegan ate the beans. Yeah. And then it just kind of evolved that it's like, I'm just doing too much work. Yeah, that's a lot of meal <laughs> to prepare. Have so to it's like, you know everybody. We're all eating, we're all eating the vegan meal. And, yeah. um, I had a barbecue the other day where of course I had like burgers and brats, but then I also had, you know, I did the vegan stuff first yeah. and so I don't mind doing both. You're but just kind of easing into it. And... Yeah. So I wouldn't claim that I'm, I'm going to be one. There's leather on these shoes. I'm not perfect, <laughs> you know, sure. but no one is. thing at a time it's, I've, I've, seen too many food docs and uh, just I'm, I, I appreciate the challenge right now yeah you know, just see where it goes and I don't really feel any different um mm-hmm. I've always been a good water drinker drink about you a know, gallon of water a day that, <laughs> that jug she's got a jug of water here yep that and it's is... not even done I drove I was on the phone the whole <gasps> the whole day the whole the drive, time and I didn't I barely drink any of it so you're doing yeah. good yeah. <laughs> that's like me drinking water yeah so if uh if whenever this is posted if you happen to see me out and about and I'm, I'm eating a burger at Brady's. You guys don't be mad at me. I'm not a real vegan. <laughs> no. I'm a wannabe. Just I just, sad. I like to, I want to support his lifestyle, whatever, you know, he's, he's yeah. family and he's back into town and I just, I want, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I am. I, yeah. Whatever, whatever you choose to yeah. do, I want to support you. Yeah. You can and say just, you tried it. And you know, yeah. it's not that hard. No, I um, selfishly ask this because it's a not well-kept secret among our marketing team and probably at this company by now oh boy. that I hate cooking. Oh, okay. I'm so <laughs> bad at it. And it's just, I don't love to do it. I get so it. I'm always like looking for little tips or hacks yeah. that can make it more Easy. enjoyable or easier. Yeah. Like we had our vice president of operations on and she was telling us about her yeah. dressing that she made. I remember. And um, so, yeah. And then I tried the dressing and it was great. Oh, good. So I was like, well, now I can just do that. Yeah. And, um, We're here so now. yeah, I'm always like, I feel like selfishly, I just have to ask all our podcast guests Absolutely. like what they like to cook. We're, <laughs> n- we're not here to steal your clients. We're here to steal your recipes. recipes. I, I, <laughs> I, think yeah. in a, I think in a previous podcast, I asked you, I asked the listeners to leave us their real estate tips. I'm going to ask you guys to leave us your favorite recipes yeah. this time. We would love to hear them. See what we can find. And Please then comment. whatever, if anyone likes them, you know, whatever has the most likes, that's what I'll make for you when you come up north yeah. how's that for a challenge love that. And we'll, we'll go live we'll document the whole thing hashtag <laughs> cooking with g we just need cooking a few comments yes. listing with g no it's listing too easy hashtag g. listing with g i don't like it no but okay. i'm throwing i throw it at we'll the wall keep trying it yeah we'll come up with a few ideas <laughs> don't want to don't want to give them away on this podcast no. so. <laughs> yeah so um you mentioned that you love to make your own schedule so what does oh, your yeah. typical day look like when you're um just out working and there's nothing special going on. I know today was weird because you're down in Grand Rapids, so it's not a typical day, but my typical day, I'll get up, um, uh, sometime between eight and eight 30. Usually I'm putzing Mm -hmm. around, I'm drinking my tea and maybe some breakfast by nine. Uh, I try and set meetings. I try and have breakfast with at least one or two people in my sphere, whether Mm -hmm. it be lenders, potential clients or whomever. And I try and do them earlier in the day just because then it kind of gets me going. Otherwise, I will be the first person to like after breakfast, go sit at my home desk in front of my computer and just boom, start with the MLS, start with sure. emails and yeah. kind of forget, you know, whatever. So it's nice to kind of, I try and get, you know, breakfast out. 
that way I'm out and about and I might go to the office or I might go to a local coffee shop. I like, I like to work outside of the office cause it puts me, but then I'm still in town mm-hmm, and my yes. face is out there. We're like, yeah. what are you doing? I'm, oh, I'm working on real estate stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you remember that I'm a realtor? <laughs> By the way, any excuse to remember. talk or I saw your car outside of greenhouse cafe. Were you getting breakfast? Yes, I was. Why don't you yeah. pop by and say hi? Just again, trying to be out in the community. Cause we don't get a lot of foot traffic in our office. We're a floor up. Okay. And oh, we're just okay. like just outside of the strip, of, you know, like the main area. Okay. So we're, we don't get a lot of foot traffic at our office. So I like to be close by in case mm-hmm. I need to be, but also, you know, immersed in the community. Yeah. So after that, I'll, uh, I'll always prospect first thing because it's my favorite thing. It's like what gets me kind of going. I love talking to people even when okay. they're strangers mm-hmm. and physical calls. Wow. It's like I, I enjoy that part. I like That's to talk. That's unusual. This usually, is usually people say like, yeah. This is my least favorite part is like cold calling or I used to be in a sales profession. So yeah. cold calling was the thing that I did not yeah. enjoy. But I mean, if it's your favorite, I mean, this job is perfect. Exactly. For you. And that's, yeah. it's, I know it's not for everyone, but mm-hmm. I don't, I've just got, I've, and when I was in the beer business, I was never afraid to walk into a strange account and say, who's your manager? Yeah. <laughs> Let me so talk. <laughs> I just try and bring that attitude to the phone. It's like, you're going to hang up on me because I have a 312 area code. Ring, ring, we get to the voicemail, but uh-huh. you just keep persisting and eventually they, they, it doesn't bother them anymore. They'll, yeah. they'll come back. So get those 10 no's, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I break it up. I don't just do FISBOs. I don't just do expireds. I, I try to attack people that want to talk to me. First and foremost, I, I do the call everyone in your phone thing. Uh-huh. So the first, like Sunday, I'll either text or call, depending on our relationship, I'll mm-hmm. call, text or Facebook message, all of the A's. And then next okay. Sunday, all of the B's. Mm-hmm. Next Sunday, all of the C's. Hey, who's free for breakfast? This, you know, or yeah, I'm, I'll That's make it a great personal. Way to go through that yeah. too. You know, keep it organized. Yeah. Having then like what two touches with oh, every yeah. person each year. Yep. And that's like a great extra, very personal thing yeah. too. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's yeah. really cool. And, uh, and you know, it does take some time because it's really nice to just copy paste, copy paste. But I try and make each one a little bit personal. Like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, so-and-so, I know I haven't talked to you in like a few months. How, how's the yoga studio? I haven't been there in a few yeah. weeks. Because yeah. then it just gets them to answer you. Yeah. And then event, they mm-hmm. always ask, how's yeah. business? How are things? Yeah. Oh, it's great. You know, let's talk about it. Yeah. And I always try and get them, depending on what my schedule is. So that's why I plan it all on Sunday. Depending on these text messages that I get, I'll, you know, I try and do morning stuff, coffees and breakfast, but sometimes mm-hmm. people can't do that. So we'll do lunch or happy hour or whatever it is. So Sunday I'm kind of planning those bits. Where's, where's okay. my prospecting? Where's my socializing with my sphere? And then I work in the other things where it's, you know, well, you got to meet with this client or then, then I go into showings. I know when they, when we first got started with our dash training, they really emphasize time blocking and I respect mm-hmm. it. it. It, it can work. And I, and I do that to an extent, but my day to day, my week to week is never the same, Yeah. but I do, I block it out on Sunday night. Here's what okay. I'm doing this. Here's my free time. Um, and I try and use that in the morning. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a book reader. Um, I go to the gym. I try and hit that in the morning. So of course today I had to get down here. So I'll probably do that in the afternoon, mm-hmm. but that's where I do like my, my personal stuff. You know, you have to take care of your brain. You have to read, you have to yeah. walk away from real estate once in a while mm-hmm. because yeah. it can be consuming and it can, cause it can be so much fun sure. <laughs> and you can make so much money. Yeah. That's like, sometimes it's like, no, you take gotta, a break, go do a show, yeah. go do a play. Got to remember mm-hmm. you have a personal life. Yeah. You can't forget about. So it's nice that I get to juggle the two. It's like, okay, well, Sit, sit at my desk Sunday night and I'll plan out all my lunches. Well, those are all work, but it's fun, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And then the cold callings, I don't do them as often as I should. Probably one, once a month, I'll like sit in front of the computer. What I, with part of my business, I work on foreclosures. Okay. So I think that's where my cold calling comes. I don't, I don't search by neighborhood. I don't white pages and search by neighborhood. I don't, um, I don't call, I do call every FISBO, but it's not really to get their listing. It's more to see if they're an investor. Got it. And you know, it's like, do you want to, like, do I want to buy your property? I'm okay. actively trying to become 
um, a real estate investor oh, and a cool. landlord. That's so awesome. I'll call Fizbo's and I'll say, hey, you know, I am a realtor. I have to disclose this, but I'm actually interested in purchasing your home. And then I come in and I ask them all the questions that mm-hmm. I would. And it, but, you know, it's not really a lie because I am. I might be interested in selling your home. Sure. Then I'll do the pitch about if I bring you a buyer, would you consider paying me your, you know, a commission if we do the price right and that whole thing? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, eventually I'll, oh, it's because I don't pressure them and I'm just an expert in the area and I show them my personality. I show them what I can bring to the table. It's not until the very end that I say, you know, if you ever get sick of this whole thing and you don't want to take the phone calls and you yeah. want to list it, give me a call. We can work something out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're, the, then they never slam the door in your face. Yeah. They never hang up the phone. Because at the end of the year, I'm not coming to get your listing. I'm coming to solve your problem. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to help you as an expert in the na- in the neighborhood. Yeah. And I think that's why people are, are patient with me. So I don't really consider them cold calls because yeah. it is... But I don't attack it with that attitude. Yeah, it's I more think like, you've kind yeah. of positioned yourself as more of a resource mm-hmm. and not so much somebody who's just coming to nag you yeah. and beg you. And yeah, um, so I, yeah, I think that's a great way to go about it. So that's what I guess are my cold ones. Um, and then they usually end up being friends. Like I just want to meet more investors. Mm-hmm. I want to talk. To, oh, right, a foreclosure. That's what I wanted to talk about. So <laughs> every I'm so uh, excited. I'm going to tell you guys all this secret. Maybe I shouldn't, but I do. And I so what I do we, is every, I'm, I'm on a <laughs> and it's late in the podcast. This is a secret for people yes. who listen to the yes, whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> Those truly dedicated. Every other week, um, I get an email from the sheriff's office, and they tell me all of the homes that are going to be going up for foreclosure or going to auction due to the foreclosure. Mm -hmm. And it's always a terrible situation. It's always a family that someone died or someone got sick or someone was a hoarder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's my my joke about it. So what I'll do is I'll get this list of properties. So then I'll take that list. I'll go to the Register of Deeds office. And I'll cross check them all and be like, okay, if you owe this much, well, how many mortgages do you have? Is this a first mortgage or a second mortgage? Because mm-hmm. that could be detrimental too. Mm-hmm. Just try and get some information about these people that is public because yeah. a lot of them don't want to share this with you, but it's also public knowledge. So I can just come and say like, listen, I understand this process. So then after I vet them, I guess I use air quotes just to be like, okay, well, which ones, you know, are, are either too far gone, which ones probably might pull themselves out. You know, you got to analyze them and figure out which ones will be right, but then I'll go door, I'll go knock on doors. Okay. And that's another cold thing that I do. Cause if they haven't seen my face or whatever, and now I'm some person coming to knock on their door and a lot of folks think that I'm just out to scam them yeah. when, you know, if they just even, you know, once we get past that initial, like you think I'm just, Hey, I hear you're under foreclosure. Don't mm-hmm. use that word. First yeah. of all, <laughs> no, just be like, Nobody Hey, likes my name's Gianna. That. I'm here with Berkshire Hathaway. You know, I'm a, I'm a real estate expert in the area. I hear, you know, I, I had your name come across my desk because I follow X, Y, Z. You know, mm-hmm. I got the speech down yeah, and, uh, perfect. and I'm just here to, to uh, you have a problem. I want to see how I can help, how, how I can help solve it. Do you have a few minutes to talk to me? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times mm-hmm. they say no, no one's ever really let me in yet to talk about them. But, um, I, they, phone calls are, are really, cause these people like the distance. It's, it's very sensitive what they're going through, Yeah, of course. but they've got this problem. So how do I help solve it? You know, will it help if I bring one of my investor clients in to buy you out? Do you want nothing to do with this property anymore? Is it a, is it a family thing? Do you want to stay here? You mm-hmm. know, whatever it is. And I, you know, so how can, can we list your property? It's like, if you're, if you owe $89,000 on your home, but normal market value is 200,000 listed at 150, Mm -hmm. it's going to sell tomorrow, Mm -hmm. at least in our market up North and whatever that price difference, you know? And then, so not only do you get to pay off what you owe, but now you're walking away with some in your pocket. Now let's take 20,000 of the, what did I say? 150. So you, oh, I do Let's say you owe a hundred and we list for 150. Well, now you got 50 grand. So why don't we take 20 of it and go put it down on a new house? Now you've evaded foreclosure and you don't have that on your record for five years, which means mm-hmm. you don't have to rent for up to five years, which means you can save your family, save your reputation and save your credit. Yeah. 
And that's amazing. So when I can I get think. people to that part of the conversation, then they really start thinking, wow, she's not, she's, she is an expert she's in this industry and yes. she's here to help. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's, that's the, that's the point of my business. Uh, you know, of course there's, this industry is great. There's a lot of learning you can do. There's a lot of networking you can do. Um, I'm here to help people. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great like niche that you have found. Got a problem? Yo, I'll solve it. I'm gonna sell your house for seven percent. Hashtag seven <laughs> percent. No, I'm teasing. It's 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 fun. This job is fun. It's challenging. You have to be creative. Yeah. So luckily, I, I have that. Yeah, love it. Um, so we have to end it on a really strong note. And one thing that we like to play with all of our guests is uh, burning questions. Yeah. And so this is 100% off the top of Leanna and I's head. We, we have not we planned this. these questions. And I've listened so. to some of them to be like, okay, well, like, some of them what can I expect? Some of them we have planned, but this one's completely unplanned. Okay. We're just going to see right. what happens. Yeah, completely. So there might be an awkward silence here while we think of the next one. It's um, okay. I'm going to cut it out. So there's going to be no awkward silences. Perfect. <laughs> no awkward silences. Um, okay. So to get it started, um, what is your favorite song? I'm such a nerd. I don't listen to real music. Oh. I listen to show tunes and podcasts. Oh yes. my gosh. What's your favorite so show my tune? Favorite, well, my favorite show, that, that could, that's a long conversation. So I will say that my the song that I'm obsessed with right now is uh, called Way Down Hadestown. So Hadestown. <laughs> what show is that from? It's from a show called Hadestown. Okay. And anyone who knows sense. me that's listening to this, their jaw is on the floor because I didn't say Hamilton. Huh? Oh, I know okay. you guys probably know Hamilton, but yeah. oh my God, that was like so 2016. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> it is. It's still amazing. Um, but Hadestown just won the Tony for, for best musical. So it's, re- it's really okay. good. It's long and it's dramatic and it's bluesy and it's jazzy and it's Awesome. And the song is way down Hades town. It was on good morning America. So just YouTube it. If you're interested, it's, it's really good. I just watched the whole play. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) So I could talk about this for another hour. So what's the next question? All right. (laughs) Spoiler alerts. (laughs) Well, I was going to ask you what your favorite play is, but we're just going to skip that one. What's your favorite season? Um, my favorite season is fall. I knew it. We pegged it. We kind of figured. (laughs) Because it always is, right? I mean, Halloween, dressing up. Absolutely. I love scarves and boots. Ooh, and like yeah. jackets and chill because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a norm, I'm a naturally warm person. So I like the chill. And then up North, I don't, I would say that fall was not my favorite, uh, um, season for a long, long time okay. till I moved to the 45th parallel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what, Oh, what do I want to ask? Dogs or cats? Both, which okay. is so silly. Um, it's a silly answer. I mean, we've gotten a both and a neither oh, out okay. of that question. Nobody I've, wants to pick. Oh, yeah. well, also, I've, I've only ever owned cats. Okay. Um, cause I was always an apartment liver. I'm a city girl. So yeah. like in Chicago mm-hmm. and stuff, I got a cat. The first cat I got, my sister was doing some door to door sales thing. I don't know. And she calls me up and she goes, I just found a box of kittens. Like this guy, I knocked on his door to sell him whatever. And, um, he handed me a box of kittens. Do you oh, want one? Goodness. And I went, no. Cause at the time I was a dog person. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't want a cat. Well, I thought, then she sent me a picture. Oh. It was really cute. Yeah, Changed everything. are hard to say no to. Yep. And I had just gotten dumped <laughs> oh, and I was in college. Yeah. I lived hours away from my family. I'm like, I'll be home on Friday to pick her up. <laughs> so I did. I went and picked up this little kitten. And um, so her name was Sergeant Pepper. And oh, I had her for a while. That's adorable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All of her toys. I called it the Lonely Hearts Club Band. Can you go get yeah. one of the bandmates? Get her like her little bone or whatever uh-huh. toy. So I, my first, so my first animal on my own was a cat. Um, mm-hmm. 
we had a family dog growing up. Well, um, long story short, not to get too morbid, she ended up getting kind of sick and oh. I had to put her down. So then I've, I've just been animal less for a long time. And for the last couple months, I am on a puppy kick. Yeah. Like, you know, some women are like, Ooh, I'm, I got baby fever. I have puppy Puppies. fever so bad. Yes. And I keep warning everyone that I live with, cause I live with two other people. That if, uh, don't be surprised. Like yeah. if I see a Shih Tzu come up on a rescue, I'm following three different, you know, mm-hmm. up Northern Michigan rescues. If a Shih Tzu or a Poodle comes up, we're yeah. getting a dog that day. I have two Shih Tzus. <laughs> no questions asked. No questions I, asked. Which I, one? I have two Shih Tzus oh my and God. I completely understand. Like you can't look at them and then not want them. So yeah. completely unprovoked. Be, uh-huh. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, because I'm, I'm not going to say anything, and I know that I'm going to be sharing this podcast with, with my housemates. Uh-huh. What is your opinion on Shih Tzus? Obviously, you have two of them, so I'm not going to so say anything. So my parents had uh, Shih Tzus when I was growing up, too. So I had a little bit of experience on mm-hmm. them. So it was pretty much a given when I got a dog that I, I literally I bought my house, and I was like, as soon as I knew I was buying the yeah. house, I was like, now I need to put a deposit in on a dog um, oh, yeah. because I knew I needed yeah. one. Um, and then I rescued another one. And they are can be super smart or they can be super unmotivated. Yeah. Like, it's not that they're dumb. They just are unmotivated mm-hmm. to do something. So it's I have one that is super like derpy and oh. does not handle life well <laughs> like she's just like very distracted she's basically me as a dog. <laughs> running into um, glass doors yes, probably <laughs> i don't have one of those dog cameras yet but oh, i want one yeah um I and then the other yeah. he is like he's very smart he gets it like but he's got a bit of an attitude okay um so i you can really you can get both sides yeah. of the sheet too but the they will always be down for a good snuggle. Always. I mean, mm-hmm. I have never met a Shih Tzu that doesn't want to snuggle. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I love about yeah, them because they're, so they're just so like. Mm. Would you say they're <laughs> yippy? I don't think so. And Thank that you. actually Thank is you. exactly that's the word she was looking for. Not yippy. Well, just because um, all those little, you know, I get it. Little dogs because yes. Chihuahuas have a bad rep, and even Yorkies can bark, bark, bark. So I think that's you know yeah. the argument that I get is well, why do you want a Shih Tzu? All they do is bark. No, no, no. no. Shih Tzus are bred to be looked at. They're pretty. They're bred <laughs> to be a pretty. They want to. They want to sit like, and be looked at. Calm. Yep. Yeah. So because doesn't Shih Tzu mean cat like cat dog or something? Oh, I don't know. I I've might never be wrong. Actually researched, but because my family dog was a Shih Tzu too, and yeah. I feel like I, someone told me that a long time ago so yeah neither of my dogs are yippy in fact my littlest shih tzu she's eight pounds and when she decides to bark it's few and far between like maybe once a week i hear her bark her bark is actually a oh like a sigh like like she's like (laughs) yeah she like i call it her big dog bark because sometimes she will get one that's like but it's deep. Like it is not <laughs> what's gonna come from yippy. inside. Like she's yeah. like pulling her whole body her strength whole to give this like whoa whoa whoa. Um, oh, that's so and it, sweet. She can only do it so often because it takes so much gusto oh, to get so it out. Cute. But what kind do you have? I have a mini golden doodle. Oh, that's so I have the poodle that's side. The other that's side. my that's our compromise dog yep. between my uh-huh. so and I. He's he's mostly he's more poodle than he is <sighs> golden. But his which name... is good because then they're I mean I love goldens they just they're so but they're so dumb. I just want to snuggle and love you and just be happy. No. But poodles he's, are. He's like a, he's a great medium. Cause he's super, super snuggly. Like yeah. he always wants to be between me and my boyfriend and he always wants to be pet, but he's also very smart. So he's like kind of a perfect medium, yeah. but his name's yeah. Carl. We love oh, him. Love he's it. basically like a little child. That's like, awesome. He acts like a kid more than a dog. I feel like how, he's... how much does he weigh? 
Uh, he weighs 17 pounds. Okay, so still, you know, you could pick him up if you needed to. Yeah, we yeah we pick him up all okay. the time. Yeah, she's like, I need to. All <laughs> yeah, the time, all the time. Constantly. Oh my God, so we could just, we could have also another whole podcast just A about, because you both have my dream dogs. dogs. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, a burning questions, I feel like, just turned into more discussion. Sorry. Yeah. Turned into no, a very long conversation. It. You said I burning questions. Okay. You didn't say, like, rapid fire. Yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> true. that's true. If that's true. what you wanted, I could have done that. No, no, no. We, we weren't very clear, it. but that's okay. we loved it. We're going to talk more about dogs after this podcast yes. is over. <laughs> Absolutely. But thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thank you so much for driving down and joining us, Gianna. Truly we a pleasure. Thank you for having me. This. It's been a really fun mm-hmm. conversation, yeah. so we're glad you could join. Thank you. Hope to be back. All right. Thanks, everybody, on this episode of Talking Cabernet. Bye.